Jesus, an eccentric billionaire with nothing but a bunch of extra time to spare. He's got his favorite subject and he's happy to share everything he knows about Greece. He'll go to every single ritzy secret event and mingle with his buddies in the 1%. But they find his passion an embarrassment and repeatedly ask him to cease. But never one to back down, ever a pro. He claims there's nothing else that's even worth it to know. So he grabbed his butler Eric and he started a show to see if anything will catch his eye. Now every fresh contestant must babble and boast on the subject of their choosing that they treasure the most. Put your hands together and welcome your host. It's Adam Maximilian, Josephus, Vin Diesel, Riffi. Tell me about it! Welcome to Tell Me About It, a game show about proving the things you love are actually interesting and fun. I am Adel Rafai, local eccentric multi-billionaire and the owner of John Travolta's jacket, pants, and teeth from the movie Grease. Though I'm not doing this by myself, please welcome my butler and a real-life example of an NPC, Eric Silver. I'm so happy to be here. I'm definitely not here because I'm encoded into the video game that is this recording. It's very nice to be here. Adorify, you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, how are things at home? Do you need a raise? I would love a raise. You also told me that this was some sort of like knights and squire situation when you would teach me nobility and like how to fight dragons and such, but that hasn't happened. I said that? You did say that. Huh, Knights and Squire. And a squire is a... Circle gets a squire? Yes. Hollywood exactly. Squire. You told me I, okay. you told me you'd show me uh, your Paul Lind impression. Circle gets the square. <laughs> All right, well, I got it, so I don't need the race. I bust it out once a year, unless I'm watching American Dad, and then I can't help myself, because that little <laughs> alien sounds just like him. Eric, don't ever do that to me again. Uh, let's go. We'll go ahead and introduce our guest today. Very special guest. Speaking of NPCs, this is a JPC plucked from the streets of Indianapolis while he was running towards Chicago. We caught him on the fly. Mr. JPC, welcome to the show. Hey, it's uh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. And JPC, today you'll be talking about The Witcher. Am I correct in that? I mean, sure, man. I- <laughs> I'm just here, dude. I'll talk about whatever. You want to talk The Witcher? We can talk The Witcher. I we prefer we home in on a subject. Ho- home in? Hone in? Home in? So I mean, now who's off on a tangent? Okay, I'm not. Now I'm not the guy introducing other other stuff to the to the subject matter of the day. Fair enough. I'd love to. Hey, I'd love to talk about The Witcher. Okay, and what is your experience with The Witcher? Have you played all the games? Have you read all the books? Have you seen all the shows? Um, no, yes, and then kind of like a question mark because. Mm. I, I know that they introduced some, like, expanded universe Witcher shows, and I'm not sure if I've seen all of those uh, on Netflix. There's a couple of animated things, and I don't really do animated uh, very much, so I know I haven't seen I haven't seen that fair. Uh, but otherwise, asked and answered, Counselor. No further questions. Eric, why don't you go ahead and introduce round one for JPC? That, what, hold on, that's the extent of the small talk? Well, I wanted to have more small talk, but then I was like, I don't want to give oh. I don't want to give you answers about the Witcher that you might be asked. Uh, JPC, you can tell us the various other things that you wanted to talk about. Any of the any of the things you have uh, experience in? Ah, oh, man, I mean, there's in a show about interests. I have upwards of three, uh, <laughs> upwards of three interests. It's the Witcher, okay, uh, which God, I know a ton about. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It is the uh, probably the uh, uh, collective works of Nicolas Cage, um, one of America, if not the world's finest actors. And can anyone just stroll into a Barnes & Noble and buy one of those nice uh, bounded leather versions of the collected works of Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. uh, if you can find a brick and mortar uh, anymore in, in this economy. No, I think that's on, that's on Adult Swim on Sundays, I think. I love brick and mortar. I have a couple friends that write for it. <laughs> 
Uh, what else? What else? Um, the third point of your trident. I, it's probably something around budgeting. I'm, I'm probably, mm. that's like, I have a, one for interest, one for love, one for money. That's how I do it. How, that's not bad, man. We knocked that small talk out. I like that. Not bad at no. all. I'm now envisioning a Disney movie, The Little Mermaid, where Trident comes out and he has a trident of those three things. And Ariel's just like, Dad, that sucks. <laughs> and I, really, I just want to see that happen. Yeah, it does. It does. And JPC, you're kind of a, from what I hear on my note cards here, my note cards are electronic, so they do have audio. Seems like you're a bit of a Poseidon of the comedy world in terms of you're able to order water around. <laughs> yeah, I think you're uh, you're referencing uh, the time that I did a spit take. Wait, what? No, I dumped, I spilled some water on you. What did I do at an improv show? I definitely dumped a cup of water on You've, you. You've, well, famously, in my salad days, you and what I was... <laughs> Living in jeans and sweatpants. This is true. Uh, this is a this is a, a similar guy. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to get into, into this, but yes, from a former life, you did uh, famously in a World News Tonight show. Grab a cup of water off someone's table in the front and proceed to toss it on me. <laughs> I guess that does make me the Poseidon of comedy. Uh huh. And then I grabbed someone else's cup of water and I went to throw it on you. And our mutual friend Aaron Keefe stood in front of me and said, "What are you doing? Stop!" And I said, "What are you doing? I just got water dumped on me." And Aaron said, "You can't do this." And I said. Well, an eye for an eye. I should like to. <laughs> I, I am talking to your flannix of lawyers, and they do want you to be clear that this was a legally distinct Adlerify, not this current Adlerify that mm-hmm. you dunked mm-hmm. water on and everyone laughed. Hey, and if I get confused, it's going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just imagine that this Adlerify has like X's and stars around sure. it, like an AM screen name. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do really want to get into this because I really want to win that car. Well, you already took your hand off of it, so the car is off the table. But you could win up to, I don't know, fucking 100 points or something. Lots, a, a decent amount of points decent and some Hall Notes tickets. That's not bad. And actually, JPC, since you were so kind to stop and really discuss your interests up top, Eric, can we get him point three points and put a VIG on that? So every year... Um, there's some compounded interest on those point three points. Absolutely. The juice is running. JBC, even if you say get, I don't know, third place all time. Okay. Over the years, you're eventually going to be first because the juice is going. That's an investment. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm planning on living at least three or four more. So uh, <laughs> I, I think we can really, we can really max out this investment. Perfect. Three or four more episodes. Three or four more jokes. <laughs> I'm dying to hear which one will kill you. Uh, I live I live my life a quarter joke at a time. I'm like uh, the comedian version of Fast and the Furious. And my car takes diesel. Well, no, Vin Diesel took your car. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you you told him it, it was his birthday and he could have whatever he wanted and he took my car. Well, famously, any movie star can take you out of your car and toss you on the street to uh, commandeer your car if they're shooting a movie. If they're shooting a movie <laughs> and they need to get to set. All right, here's round one. Round one is called, just tell me about it. I have 10 foundational points written down about The Witcher here. We would love it if you could tell us a little bit about your topic over the next five minutes. 10 points. The fuck kind of trident is that? That's fucked up. I'm trying to visualize that. Impossible. You get points for every single bullet that you address, but you also need to make sure they sound interesting and cool. Got it. So I'm going to start the timer with five minutes. Uh, JBC, tell us about The Witcher. Uh, well, man, where to begin? I mean, the, the Witcher, when I got into it, I got into it uh, via the video game The Witcher 3. But the lore is pretty much, it's, there's, it's deeper. It's deeper than just the video game, um, because obviously that was the third in the series. Uh, the first two of those video games I tried playing, and they are unplayable. Uh, they they really did not have a good idea of how to make a video game. And then, shockingly, they knocked it out of the park with a third. 
It features a uh, a main character who is a um, I would say like a former abducted poisoned child uh, <laughs> who grows up to hunt monsters. Uh, I mean, he's he's big, he's beefy. The poisons take care of his emotions, so he doesn't have those. Uh, he cannot sire children. Um, uh, he has white hair and two swords, so that's pretty cool. Um, but he also has, you know, it's a found family story, so he's got a little uh, adoptive daughter. The video game, and uh, my good buddy Clayton Murchison led me into the books, and the books are just fantastic pulp fiction, uh, because they are written by a Polish man in Polish, and then translated into English. Mm. So, uh, so, most fantasy that you read, you read it and say, well, this is uh, there's some problems with this, but this fantasy you read it and you say, well, there's some problems with this, but it's also not in the language that it was written in, so that can be some <laughs> of the problems, huh? So that, you know, that's great. There's like, you you know, seven or eight or nine of those. Hey, I just have like a personal thing. When you say someone got poisoned by witches, can you elaborate? Uh, he was not poisoned by that. The other thing I love about The Witcher is it has nothing to do with witches. The name The Witcher has <laughs> literally nothing to do with it's just a name. A lot of people get confused because like he's a witch, and it's like, no, he knows some magic signs. Uh, but he is definitely not, and he, in fact, he does not get along with many of the magicians that he uh, encounters. And I don't know, I, I think in the entire lore of The Witcher, they don't call anyone else witches. Maybe there's like crones and like things like that, but I, I don't think witches is like a, a term that is widely used uh, in, in that series of books. So only The Witcher is a wi is witch-related, but there are no other witches because they're used magicians and things? Uh, yeah, there's like sorcerers, uh, and there are a lot of sorceresses, but I just don't think that the term witch gets thrown around much. To me, having never played the games, having only seen part of the Netflix series, I assumed it was almost like a toast toaster situation where yeah. you put a witch in a witcher or a, a witcher could make a witch. A witcher is a monster hunter. Mm. But again, like, is there a better name? I don't know. The witcher is a pretty cool sounding name. It just doesn't necessarily have to do anything with being a witch. And, and he wasn't poisoned by a witch. He was poisoned by other witchers. So the way that witchers got more witchers is they would go around and they would collect a bunch of children. Uh, and these were children that nobody wanted or that they won fair and square. The witchers have a, a thing called the law of surprise, which means if the witcher does like, you know, defeats a monster for you, which is their job, and you don't have anything to pay, they can say, I'll take the law of surprise, which is uh, something that you don't know that you have when you return home. And then some people would return home and be like, my damn wife had a kid. Oh man, well, Witcher, you can have this baby. And then the Witcher would take the baby to his castle mm -hmm. and he'd poison all the babies and most of them would die because <laughs> it is poison that they give them. So far, this is one-to-one -one the plot to Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> But if the, if the children survived, they would be so fucked up and poisoned that they would get to become witchers. Mm, very good. Yeah, so I, I don't know. How many points did I hit of the foundational 10? I, I think I just talked for a while. You're doing pretty good. You still have a minute left. Excuse, tell me more about the law of surprise, which sounds like the take the mystery box of uh, this fantastical land. It really is the mystery box. It, it seems in, in most instances, it is a way for witchers to get children. That That is, in, in the lore of the witcher, that is how they get the children, it seems. But it's also like, it's a way for them to kind of nobly like kill a monster for someone who does not have the money to pay. They can always invoke that law of surprise and everybody knows, okay, law of surprise, it's, you know, once we get destiny involved, it has to be honored. 
Okay. The law of surprise, all it states is that it has to be something that you own, but you don't know that you own. So that's why it's like easily like a baby because it's like, oh, I didn't even know you were pregnant, but you're pregnant and you, you get the baby. But it also could just be like you get home and your wife's like, hey, look what we got in the mail. Um, your cousin Ned sent us a herring and then the witcher gets a herring to eat. You know, it's like it, it could be fucking anything. It's just something that you don't know about. A tapeworm? Hey, man, it could be a tapeworm. And the witcher is a monster hunter, so he would crawl up in your ass and fight that tapeworm. Oh, the wi- it's the witcher's own thing that he does not know he owns. No, no, no. It's the, it's the person he, he killed the monster for. So, look, I'm the witcher. I roll into a town, and the townsmen are like, hey, there's a kikimora in the swamp, and it's going fucking crazy. It's killing horses. It's it's, it's abducting people. You got to kill this kikimora. And the witcher goes, uh, kikimora? That's like 500 gold or some silver or something to kill that. And they said, well, we don't have that. We're all the poor town. And he goes, well, you could do the law of surprise. And the mayor of the town says, well, okay, we'll do the law of surprise. Witcher goes to the swamp. He kills that Kikimura. He comes back and he goes, now I want, you know, the thing that you didn't know you had. And then somebody pulls, you know, up the well water and they say, oh, the well, there's a, a dragon egg in the well. And then the witcher gets the dragon egg. So it's, it's, it's the witcher's way to get payment when there is no payment. Got it. Uh, Mr. Rafai, I'd like to be paid in the law of surprise from now on. Yes, of course. You never know what you're going to get. Eric, I will say, it usually does not work out well for the Witcher. <laughs> I don't. I do not know why they keep doing it. It's better than the night lessons I'm supposed to be uh, taught. Uh, I don't know anything about helping out maidens or fighting monsters. Well, the other great thing about the Witcher is when they are little boys, and they get, and it's only boys, by the way. Uh, but when they're little boys, and I know what you're thinking, this is sexism. Hold on. Now, it, yes, it is, but I feel like it might be sexism in the best possible way. But it's translated from Polish. So it's yeah, it's, it's like, should women be judges? Absolutely. Should women be poisoned so that they can hunt <laughs> monsters for money? No, nobody should. So it's okay that it's just boys. It should be no one, uh, but it is just boys. But um, since the, the, the poisons makes them all sterile, the only way to make more witchers is to do the little boy poisoning dance. Poisoning, if you will. Poisoning. Uh, will, so, sorry, will you? Oh, uh, no, I will not be poisoning. Minus one point from uh, JPC. I guess if I did have a child, I would consider having them become a witcher. It does sound like a fun existence. And time. <laughs> we went over time because okay. I had questions about the law of the surprise, but this is great. Great. I'm really, yeah, I, I think I did pretty well there. I think uh, for people, uh, for the uninitiated, I think I give a pretty good rundown of what the witcher's all about. This is pretty great. You hit on a lot of the points. This was written by a Polish writer, mm-hmm. series of games. I did point out that The Witcher 3 is much better than the other two video games, so you yeah. nailed that. Yeah. You did miss three things that were really important. The place is called The Continent. The guy's name is Geralt, and he's played by Henry Cavill. I mean, i got to give you points off because it is Geralt. It is not Geralt. That's an insane, that's an insane reading of the man's name. Ten points to JPC. That's a good point. I'll give you 10 points, but you did not say it, so I, I would I not know how to pronounce it other than from you hearing it. Well, I mean, I, I here, now the thing is, I'm talking about The Witcher, and Geralt is a Witcher, but, you know, in my mind, he's not The Witcher that The Witcher is talking about. Ooh. Now, The Witcher that, that the series is talking about, in my opinion, is Cirilla, uh, w- which is Geralt's found family daughter. So she can be a Witcher, even though you just did the whole thing about how it's not sexism? It, unfortunately, uh, as with all systems of sexism and repression, they are meant to be toppled. And Siri is the piece that topples that regime. All right. Well, you did hit six of the foundational 10 points, so I will give you six. Okay, six. Six is good. I'll take six. 60%, man. C's get degrees. That's what I'm saying. And yes, that is technically a D. And 
By technically a D, I mean it is absolutely an F. But C's <laughs> get degrees. Eric, take those six points. Please add ten onto it because if we're ever going to correct a guest, we can't correct them incorrectly. So JVC does get Great an extra job. ten for that. Uh, minus the one for him not willing when I said poisoning. In terms of the bonus points, let's kind of start from the end and work backwards. JPC, at the very end, I did like that you thought to slow down and genuflect in terms of, like, would you allow your kid to become a witcher? So I'm going to give you two points for being sincere and taking a moment to be thoughtful. Thank you. Um, the other bonus points I want to give you are, you said the witcher's maybe not the best term for this creature in the game or this person. Uh, yeah. Can you come up with three better... Uh, titles or names in, uh, versus The Witcher? Sure. I mean, right off the dome, we're going to call him the Monsterer. Uh, I know Monster already ends in ER, but it is technically a more descriptive way of what he is. Um, uh, second one, we'll go with Old Two Swords Joe. Uh, <laughs> because I think all the Witchers, they carry two swords, one for uh, monsters and one for people. Oh, I thought it was like one for veg, one for fish. Uh, no, that's the kosher Totally yes. different thing. The kosher, yeah. yes, of course. Uh, okay, and then you know, a third one, let's see. Well, I mean, if we just want to go straight up of uh, uh, Geralt, or Geralt as he likes to be called, uh, we just call him the White Wolf, because I think that's a pretty mm. cool nickname, and that's the name that he goes by. That was one of my foundational points on bumping you up to seven. Wow, okay. Uh, and just a few more bonus points to toss out there. Uh, let's go ahead and give JPC another five bonus points for saying, hey, I know what you're thinking. This is sexist. Yes, it is. <laughs> that inspired me to ask a question uh, and then answer it. And then I want to give one more bonus point if you answer me this. Kikimora, that sounds like a Disney Channel summer camp. Yes or no? Oh, yes, it does. Perfect. Toss in that bonus point. <laughs> Eric, where's JPC stand? Wonderful. After that series of bonus points, we are at 24.333 repeating points, okay. which, but that will increase over time because of, uh, you know, math and banking. Yeah, uh, the vague and the juice. I don't think this has ever happened before, but since you ended round one with 24 points, JPC, I am willing to unlock an additional 10 bonus points. If you can tell me within the next 15 to 20 seconds, okay, what is the worst episode of 24? I don't need the title. I just need a vague description. The timer starts now. Okay. So as we all know, 24, it takes place in one hour chunks. It would be impossible if we didn't see Kiefer Sutherland take a big shit at least once in that 24 hours. I think it's episode seven, season one. He takes a 20 minute shit and it's, oh. they count down the clock the whole time. I don't, I don't remember seeing that. Uh, personally, to me, the worst episode of 24 is when his daughter fights a mountain lion. Oh, God, that one's good. Yeah, but uh, let's go ahead. Two bonus points for correctly pointing out that we absolutely should have seen Jack Bauer taking his shit. We were robbed. I can't believe we didn't. I can't believe we didn't. And he never once said, like, I got to go to the bathroom real bad. He had 24 hours. <laughs> or, like, sit down to eat a full sandwich. No, it's eight. By the way, if you're holding it in that long, it's bad for you. You should be shitting at least once a day. Well, he's dealing with terrorists and nuclear threats. He doesn't have time to think People about- People deal with everything. People have lives. You should make the, make the time. Hashtag make the time. Eric, let's move on to round two. Go ahead and tell us about it. Round two is called The Perfect Thing. What is a perfect encapsulation of The Witcher? If someone asked you, well, what's an example for why you love this thing so much? What would you say? What I would say, especially if I'm talking about the books, because I think that the books are underrated. People sleep on the books just because they're Polish translations and they're not great, but they're they're good. But I think people um, give Game of Thrones or the Song of Ice and Fire books a lot of uh, love. I think they had like a big cultural moment. And I think people really liked Arya Stark. You know, Arya Stark goes on her little like, um, you know, she's a little girl, but she has to deal with adult situations, have her little murder quest. I think series story and the Witcher storyline, which is what is, I believe, being explored in the television show the books 
so much more interesting than Arya's story. Now, granted, I only read the books and I didn't watch the Game of Thrones show, so I only have up to, you know, the fifth book of Arya's story. Maybe there's more to it that becomes interesting, but series story is actually completed because all of those books are written, and it is a fantastic journey. I mean, she gets up to all kinds of shit. The show, which we haven't talked about, um, they, they kind of follow the books, but they put it into a narrative that is like more appropriate for a television show. And we haven't gotten to any of this in the show yet, but uh, in the books, after a lot of you know, a lot of shit goes down with Siri and Geralt, uh, but Siri kind of runs away and she joins this group of like homeless children who are called the Rats. Um, and then, I mean, the Rats have a tough time of it because they are homeless children who have to like fight and kill people and like exist in the adult world and Siri gets like tracked down by this bounty hunter and this is I think something that expands multiple books but this is like an adult man bounty hunter who is like a trained killer and Siri she's been trained by the witchers so she has some talent but she has to kill this bounty hunter in like one-on-one -on -one combat but then she like lets him live at the end which is very cool because she's like you know, you, you, I'm not going to kill this man without a sword. Like, you, you're defenseless. I've bested you. I've beaten you to the point where, like, I've, uh, you know, claimed this over you. And then he tries to stab her in the back, and she fucking kills that dude. <sighs> she fucking ices him. She tried to have morals. And it's it's a very rewarding uh, storyline with an absolutely insane ending um, because she, you know, she becomes magic and she can start jumping through planes and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it, it goes pretty off the rails with her, her power. But I think Siri's storyline is very compelling and is a is worth reading the books for. Oh, that was quite a journey. And speaking of journey, bonus points for you, JPC. At one point or maybe two or three times, you mentioned Siri's journey. Now for up to 10 bonus points for oh, every okay. single Journey song you can name. Okay, More Than a Feeling by Boston. Uh, I, I'll, I'll allow it because it is a Journey. That it's, song's a Journey. If you heard it and didn't know Boston, you'd be like, that's a Journey song. That song's fucking incredible. Uh, let's see. Uh, what is it? Uh, 500 Miles by the Remembrance. No point. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I think the only Journey song that anyone knows is More Than a Feeling by Boston, right? Yeah, that's the one. You know that's, that's the big one that people are like so sick of them playing. Perfect, so JPZ gets one. Jukebox Hero, huh? that got to be one of them, right? We'll give it to you. All right, that's two bonus points for naming two Journey songs. Nice. Uh, so out of 10, uh, out of five, how do you think uh, JPC described the perfect thing? I think out of 10, I'm going to give a nine, unless mm -hmm. you can recall the name of the bounty hunter. Uh, he didn't have a fucking cool name. Uh, man, it was, it was a boring name. I don't recall. Okay. So if you can't recall one bounty hunter, I will still give you full 10 if you can name two of the rats who weren't Ceres. Siri? Ceres. Siri, uh, Princess Cirilla. Uh, what were the rats? Oh, my God. I don't, I, I, th th by the way, I haven't read these books in like 10 years. <laughs> okay. So it's, I'm doing my best with the recollection. So if you can't name one bounty hunter or two of the rats, uh -huh, I will give uh -huh. you all 10 points if you can name for me three Journey songs. Hmm. And do I get to keep Jukebox Hero in more than a feeling? Of course. Boston? I'm not insane. Uh, let's see. <laughs> one more Journey song. I mean, this should be easy to do. Journey is one of America's biggest bands. Um, oh, 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 uh, Born to Run. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's got to be one of them. There we go, all 10 points. I'm trying to think if I could name three other witchers. Um, we've got, uh, I like to call him Papa Witcher. This is basically the one that raised uh, Geralt of Rivia. This is Vizimir. We've got Vizimir. Oh, there's a witcher named Cohen, which, Ooh. why would I not know that one, right? He's kind of a dick. Nobody really likes Cohen. Uh, or maybe that's Lambert. And then Lambert. Okay, so I got three witchers. I know three witchers. Whew. We'll give an additional uh, three points for all three witchers. Absolutely. Okay. Which of them was in Boston? 
Oh God! Uh, I see my Marion walking away. <laughs> uh, I don't. I can't recall who sang that one. That was a wicked witcher. <laughs> yeah. So in total, after all of those bonus points, JPC, you are currently at forty-one point three 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 repeating points. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. This is better than I thought I'd be doing at this point. And JPC, just because I'm liking your energy, and it seems like we in another life would have been friends if you hadn't dumped water on me during a live show. Sure. I'll give you an additional, uh, Eric, who has a high score right now? Well, currently, to look at the big high scoreboard, uh, we have 10 points for piss, 15 points for ass, 20 points for ass. I just kind of filled those in of on course, the high score. Of course. Matt Young had 72 points, and Janet Varney has 73.66 repeating points, hmm. though Adel did give her 21 extra points because he felt bad that she was coming in second behind Matt Young. Okay, that makes sense. Hey, it's Eric, and welcome to the Butler's Pantry, where I hide out and no one can tell me anything to do, and I can talk to you directly about the podcast. It's housekeeping, and not only because I'm doing this next to a broom. The best way for a show to grow is with word of mouth, so please keep telling people about Tell Me About It. If you love the weirdness, the jokes, the high energy, the Adlerify, the me, whatever, tell someone about it. Say, there's a podcast that's a combination between a fun convo about your favorite things and hunting men for sport, and I think you'd really like it. Say that verbatim. I think it'll work. I also want you to know that we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash pod, where you can be a junior audio butler and get your own little broom hung up here in the pantry. Shout out to our first patron, Matthew. Your little broom is wonderful. That is patreon.com slash T-M-A-I pod. And now, back to the show. Um, JBC, just because, I again, I like your energy and I like you being here. I do want to give you an opportunity. This is a secret little bonus round that you've uncovered. Oh. An additional five bonus points if you can do an impression of what Nicolas Cage would have sounded like if he were to play the Witcher. Okay, so, so this would be uh, Nicolas Cage as the Witcher. Please. <clears throat> Akikimora! Akikimora in the swamp! Fetch my silver blade! I'll kill the Kikimora in the swamp! Perfect. All five points? And I think he would have been good because he travels with his own wig. So they would not have needed to use the uh, the wig budget at all. I was going to say, I hope so. Otherwise, why have a wig? I haven't talked really about the Witcher uh, TV show. It's fine. It, you, you know, whatever. I, I, I did watch it. I watched all of it. And it is fine. But when they were originally, before it had been cast or anything, people online, they were talking about who would be, who's going to be the Witcher, who's mm-hmm. going to be the Witcher. And he's, he was too old, I think, to play the Witcher. But I think he would have been perfect if they had like, got him, you know, a little bit younger. Um, Mads Mikkelsen. I think mm. Mads Mikkelsen mm. would have been a fantastic witcher. He'd make almost a good anything. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, he's he'd, he'd, he'd make a great anything. I think that there was an opportunity, it was probably out of his, their price range, that they could have gotten him to play Vesemir, like the older witcher. Mm. I think that that would have been a very cool call, but uh, alas, we, we did not get to see the, uh, the Mads Mikkelsen uh, witcher. Hopefully one day. I'd love also to see him as Batman. Just like a, like a cooler, older Batman. A, or, or like he plays Alfred, but he's like in a Batman universe where Bruce Wayne is not Batman, Alfred is Batman. <laughs> Marvel, if you're listening. I, I love the idea of Marvel scooping DC and being like, hey, DC, sorry, you didn't have the licensing uh, to make Alfred be Batman. <laughs> That's Marvel now. They're like, well, I'm pretty sure we'd like, no, God damn it, looks at the contracts. We don't have it. <laughs> 
Sorry, JPC, you misunderstood. I was talking about my good dear friend from War, Captain Marvel, who of course is a DC character. Yes, absolutely. Who I think had to change his name to Shazam due to the Witness Protection Program. Well, I'm uh, blown now. Let's move on to round three before we examine what I said too closely. <laughs> round three is the question and answer period. Uh, Sir, Mr. Adelify, DDS Esquire has some follow-up questions for you, and they will be those gotcha questions that Barbara Walters has made her entire career on. Uh, please answer as many as you are able. Okay, good luck making me cry. <laughs> okay, JPC, number one. Who did you romance? Yennefer or Triss, and why wasn't it your wife? This is this is, this is is a trick question, because um, when I play these games, I always let my wife pick who she thinks that you should romance. And I will say, I try to get my wife to read these books because I uh, had them all downloaded on my Kindle account, and my wife stopped reading them because there was not enough romance. Granted, the first two books are very much like, just kind of like um, Monster of the Week, like episodic, like Gerald Adventures, but... She put them down pretty quick uh, because they were not romance options. I believe my wife chose uh, Yennefer, though. Mm. Um, but I think she liked Triss better on the show. And little known tidbit about the TV show Friends. Um, there was an actress named Yennefer Yaniston mm-hmm. who did not receive the role, but uh, she did have a wonderful haircut called the Yachel. Didn't catch on. If that's true, that's fucked up. <laughs> if that's true. You'll just have to trust. Question number two, do you think Henry Cavill is really that big of a nerd, or is he just playing it up after being Superman and Gerald? If he is lying, is this like an accent coach, but for nerdy stuff? No, well, I think it's a good, I think he's got good PR people. I think Henry Cavill was uh, dating a teenager when he was playing Superman, and uh, people started to write stories about that, and then he was like, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do, pivot, and they're like, you know what people don't? mind is they don't mind people who like tinker around with computers and so they made him take his shirt off and take some pictures like screwing in a computer and then now nobody wants to talk about the fact that when he was fully a 30 year old man playing superman in movies he was just dating a straight up teenager can we just bring back jpc saying that it's feminist we all agreed at it before we asked the question <laughs> just, just to keep ourselves legally one of the lawyers told me to do that yeah that's true uh here we go third and final question Video game companies are built on crunch or people working wild hours for weeks at a time. CD Projekt Red, the company that made The Witcher games, reportedly crunched extensively on The Witcher 3. During the production of similarly sprawling open-world RPG Cyberpunk 2077, the company promised it wouldn't make anyone work mandatory overtime. Then in September 2020, CDPR reneged and ordered mandatory six-day work weeks up through Cyberpunk 2077's release. After announcing Witcher 4 in March, how do you feel on grinding game developers into dust so you can play as your good friend Gerald? Who gives a shit? Let all these fucking people die. I, I, I want Grand Theft Auto 7. I want Grand Theft Auto 8. I want Grand Theft Auto 9. I don't care. Rockstar could take a man and shoot him in the head in front of me and I'd say, I didn't know that guy. I don't fucking care about that guy. I will stand behind them. I will stand behind Blizzard. Blizzard, you do as much sexual harassment as you want. You have carte blanche on that, okay? All these game companies are good. They're the only good industries. They're all morally good and they're all the same. The only thing I have a bone to pick with is any of these small developers, okay? Any of these one-man operations who aren't exploiting all of their workers just to turn out a fucking game, mm-hmm. or any of these these little developers that take 15 years to put out a game because they want to be ethical about it, go suck a pound of fucking sand. You guys are all <laughs> fucking losers and you can't make games for shit, and when they come out, you only charge $15. You charge me $85 for the gold package of the game, and you strangle your employees. That's what I crave. 
Anyway, uh, I'm not looking forward to that game. It's probably going <laughs> to suck. Fucking Cyberpunk sucked ass. The Witcher is full of fucking bugs. Witcher 3 is full of fucking bugs. It's been 15 years they haven't fixed all the fucking bugs. Yeah, just give me more Hearthstone cards, please. I'm 100% in agreement. That's all I want. Come on. JPC, for that round three, I'm going to go ahead and give you, out of 10 possible points, I'm going to go ahead and give you five points. Okay. Because I loved your passion, but at times you got too passionate. And at one point, you looked at me dead in the eyes and said, go suck a pound of sand, I think. <laughs> yes, that yeah, was that, correct. That was aimed at, Eric, I apologize, that was aimed directly at Adel. I don't I don't want to catch you with the suck and sand uh, blast, but it blasts pretty wide. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's the nicest thing anyone said to me in seven days. Look, I don't know if it's part of the game or it's part of a future round, but I would like to say, since you brought up CD Projekt Red, yeah. um, who is the the game company that um, uh, made all the Witcher games. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things about this is in 2008, CD Projekt Red went to, uh, I think his name's like Andrew something, the, the, the Polish man who wrote all of these Witcher books. Oh, Andrzej Sapowski. Andrzej Sapowski. I'm not sure how to pronounce that because, again, it hasn't been translated from Polish to English, so I can't read it. There's a bunch of J's in there. Who knows? They went to him and they said, hey, we, we see these Witcher books and we would like to work a, a partnership deal with you so that we can make some video games based off that. And what we'd like to do is we'd like to do a profit sharing. So we'll give you a percentage of the profit um, from these Witcher games for your intellectual property. And what Andrew or Andres, whatever his name is, what he did was he said, no, 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 no. I don't want no potential profit sharing bullshit. You give me $40 now. That's what I want. And he sold he sold away all of the rights to all of the Witcher shit for, for, for a lump sum. He just took a lump sum. Then they put out two bad games. Then they put out a game that fucking everybody loved. Like it was game of the year. People loved it. And then he was like, Hey, I think actually I was looking about Polish law and it seems like you guys owe me like $16 million. And they were like, no, first of all, fuck you. We don't owe you shit, but we will be nice to you. And in like 2019, I think it was, they there was some deal that it didn't come out what the actual deal was, but they gave him a little something, I guess, to make him a little happy. But I just, I just think it was very funny how this guy's like, he wrote like nine of these books and he was like, nah, just take them all. You'll never make money on a fucking Witcher video game. That sounds stupid. I pray that one day I can have as little faith in something that I have done mm -hmm. as he had in his idea of being a cool video game. That's what I'll say in terms of I am a multi-multi-billionaire, and I will say the way I got here is by never having confidence in my own IP. Yeah, for the sure. The grass is always greener. This is so funny. I'm looking up the article, and he told Eurogamer, I was stupid enough to sell them my rights. They offered me a percentage, and I said, no, there will be no profit at all. He just straight up admitted that, and then later on, he publicly demanded more than $16 million after he fucking beefed it. Well, I mean, he beefed it big time, and, and in his defense, the first two Witcher games were not good. Like, the second one, I tried to play it. It was like unplayably bad. It, it starts with like three and a half hours of lore dump. And I'm like, why would anyone need to know this to fucking swing a sword? Like, it's fantasy. We don't need to know all this shit. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he, he was right for a while. But man, he, he really beefed it when uh, when Witcher 3 dropped. JBC, for an additional five bonus points, uh, almost pulling a reverse Witcher, do you know which actor and what movie uh, instead of taking, I think it was like five to eight million lump sum, asked for a percentage and ended up making over $200 million off the movie. Oh, damn, dude. In what is famously known as the best contract of all time for an actor. I, I want to say, is this Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man? Uh, to be fair, that might have usurped what I'm talking about, but no, this was in the 90s. This is in the 90s. Fuck me. Or late 80s, early 90s. I got this. This is Todd Phillips for the Joker. <laughs> well, Eric, you're... Right, in a sense. Uh, uh, so it was Todd Phillips. No. Uh, <laughs> Jack Nicholson, 
took, I think, like two percent of all merch and box office and made over two hundred million dollars. That's yeah, that's smart. I mean. Was it for the Joker? It was for uh, Batman. But very, I mean, this is a tidbit I've known for a while, so uh, absolutely Robert Downey Jr. could have um, surpassed that. Maybe Robert Downey Jr. didn't even have like a percentage deal, but I know that when he was doing those Iron Man movies, he was just like, I don't know, I think my role is worth like $500 million, and they're like, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, reasonable. <laughs> yeah, he famously took back-end points on Chaplin. And... <laughs> he said, you won't burn me twice, I'm going to get 5% of Dr. Doolittle. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm taking my money on. He owed them money by the end. <laughs> Eric, can we go ahead and move on to round four? Absolutely. JPC, you are sitting at a cool 51.33333 repeating points. But now we're at round four with the wheel of extraordinary challenges. Oh, yeah, like this. Now, JPC, I've instructed Eric to prepare a few wacky minigames here to test your intellectual and creative metal. And here is the gigantic wheel with all the possible games we can play. Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. That's big. Go ahead and spin it whenever you're ready. I didn't bring gloves. I'm not touching that fucking thing. It doesn't look like it looks dirty. Eric, will you spin it? I'm not spinning that. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Puts on one glove, puts on another glove, puts on a Michael Jackson glove. Ring and Eric, let's let the wheel make the noise. Okay, sorry. I just got really excited. You sounded like uh that that frog. Remember that frog ringtone? Oh, crazy frog. Thank you. I knew the answer, but I didn't know if it was part of the game. Bonus point to JPC for being a kind guest and not... Uh... For restraint. <laughs> 52.333 repeating, yeah. All right, this game is called Oi, Witcher, can you help me with this thing? I like that. Ultimately, this game boils down to figuring out whether I am describing a real side quest from The Witcher 3 okay. or this is something that I have made up or obscured from a different game. Gotcha. Now, uh, cards on the table. I have played through The Witcher three maybe four times. So, uh, and th these are these are like platinum playthroughs. So I, I'm pretty I, I'm pretty versed with these side quests. Yes. And uh, Mister Rafai, have you heard of The Witcher before? Uh, have you consumed any Witcher products? Uh, as mentioned, I don't know three or four times earlier in the episode. I have seen the TV series. Yeah, you've seen one season. One season. I think I imagined the second season. I'll take a bonus point for that. Of course. Go ahead. And uh, I know from a friend of mine that the game is, uh, the, the expansion is called The Wild Hunt. That is true. That is true. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, to even the odds here, this is going to put something in your pocket a little bit, uh, Mr. Rafai. If both of you say the same answer and the answer is correct, then Adel gets the point. Mm. Okay. So, JPC, it is your responsibility as someone who understands this to not only get this question correct, but hopefully try to convince Adel not to say the same thing that you said. I'll just be copying JPC in this round. Well, that doesn't... Uh, it seems like I can't win that. Well, let's move on if to If I the understand the game correctly, if I understand the game correctly, I can't win a point. However, Adel must lock in his answer first. First. Okay, gotcha. Yes. With what? The fucking honor system? I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess, uh, well, just right off the bat. Flaw in the game that we've all we all see it. It's like honor system Jeopardy. Did you know the answer? Yeah, yeah of course. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what the answer is. You have to lock in what you think the answer is, yes or no, before and the JPC you got. Fine, Eric. I'll play your little game. I'll use my pen and pad and write it down and hold it up. <laughs> Sorry, I just spent a lot of time with this, and then some children came in and bullied me, and they called themselves rats. I'd be careful. I'd be, they got sharp little sticks. Those were my children. <laughs> you called them rats. All right, wonderful. Here's the first one. 
talk to a vineyard owner who owes you some money and he says that he meant to pay you for something that happened in a previous game, but he couldn't because you left town. Instead of paying you immediately, he opened a bank account in your name. Either you can take the money now or you can wait a week for more than three times as much cash. Is this a real quest in The Witcher 3? Well, there is there is one word that I uh, clued on to. They gave me the answer to this, and that word is vineyard. I, at all, I don't know if that helps you at all, and I hope that it doesn't. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this is real. I'm also going to say that this is real. I think this is a real quest. This is a real quest. Yeah. Yes, Adel gets the point. So there, so there was no way for me to, to get the point there. I guess you could perform some mind games. Sure. Maybe try to convince him whether or not. I'll try mind games on the next one. Just just try it. Maybe yeah. just try it. All right. This one, uh, you can talk to a reverend of the eternal fire who will give you the quest simply described as find the fire. You have to run around the church and find five hidden braziers that are lit. Is this a real quest from the Witcher or did I make it up or obscure it? Adel, I think uh, I think that this is this is not my answer. This is me doing mind games, just so we know. Okay. I think it's going to be false, Adel. All right. Well, not not my answer. Not my answer. Just a mind game for Adel. Well, that matches up with what I put down, which is false. And here's the reason why. Uh, I don't know if I fully heard what you said at the end there, Eric, but it sounded like you said, "In search for six Frasers." Now, there's only one Fraser. We all know that, and he is king of comedy. And if you did misspeak or I did mishear, you might have said six braziers, which of course we all know are Dairy Queens, Hot Eats Cool Treats, mm. and they would never put six Dairy Queens on the same continent. That is unfathomable. We all know people barely go there anyway, so six on one continent seems like a mistake, so I'm going to say false. It's definitely not six grilling chills. Uh-huh. Now, if it's just six of the chill side, maybe, but with the full brazier, no thank no. you. No, no, no. Now, uh, Eric, I, I, I know this as well to be false, but that wouldn't... Me saying that I can't win a point, so I should just say real because that's the only way that I could potentially win a point on the off chance that this is actually real. That's absolutely correct. So, I'll, so I will say false because I—it's more important for me to be right <laughs> than to win points. <laughs> well, you re- revealed the, the shoot the moon mechanic, yep, which yep. is if you end up with zero points, you get ten points at the end. Okay. Wonderful. Yes, that is false. I've actually just changed that from South Park, the stick of truth, where you need to find Jesus and Jesus is running around a church playing a hide and go seek. Yeah, Interesting. I could smell that from a mile away. South Park stick of truth. Yeah, that great, that great South Park mm-hmm. humor. Um, here's another one. You might run into an artist who thinks that Gerald would make, or Geralt, what am I supposed to say? Well, it doesn't matter because I know now what I will say, and I will be able to fight you on the answer when you say, <laughs> oh, that one was true. I'm like, well, Gerald isn't in the fucking game, so I guess it's not true. Is it? <laughs> he found a loophole. It is Geralt. It is Geralt is it the is correct Geralt. pronunciation. It is Geralt, who would make a fine model for his painting of an old man. You get the choice of doing a tasteful nude, either lying down, standing with a shield, or riding a horse. Before the painting is finished, a griffin attacks you and the painter. If you kill it, the painter will add the griffin corpse to the painting. I'm going to go ahead and say this is false because earlier JPC said he was too, Mad, Mads Mikkelsen was too old to play The Witcher. And if this artist said, you'd make a great old man for my portrait, I think this is false. Uh, so he, here's what I'll say. I mean, this one is obviously real. Um, and the reason being is The Witcher is, in fact, very, very old. Uh, but the poisons that they uh, injected into his, I can only imagine genitals, um, uh, not only do they cause him to be super strong and have cat-like reflexes, but he has a longer lifespan as well. JPC gets the point. This is a real quest. Fuck. 
Yeah. Fuck! And guess what? I always kill the griffin, and I always get the griffin in that photo. The funny part is that the painter asks you if you want it in the painting or not, and you're Mm -hmm. like, no, get this terrible dead creature away. That's something cool that I did earlier. Bitch, I'm a witcher. This is my whole job. Of course paint me with it. Okay. Early in the game, you'll meet an elderly man named Nathaniel who is close to death. He'll ask you to scour the world to find his family and bring them back home, or you can just fill out his family tree and it's fine. It's a nice gesture, but it's weird that he's satisfied just by you writing these names down on a piece of paper. Also, he dies before you can collect your reward. Of course. Is this a real quest mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. Uh, from, or is this false? Well, it's a nice gesture, but I wouldn't want to live there. So I'm going to go ahead and say this is real. I think any Nathaniel I've ever met in my life has been very close to death. So I have to assume the one in this game is as well. Eric, here's what I will say. I believe that this is a real quest. I do not think it is in the Witcher game. I think it is in a different game, but it sounds so familiar I cannot put my finger on what it is. But I, 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 so I guess I have to say false for this one. JVC is correct. This is from Baton Kato's Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean. Yeah. Hi, you guys are tied two to two. Not a stupid fucking game now, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With real good rules. I, I just like to point out I have not missed one yet. Uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm still doing very well. I do have points, which I'm not thrilled about. Uh, but my, my mind games have not worked. Adel is too fast at answering, so I can't do mind games. I have had to revert to the, the poor man's victory being right consistently. I will say... Mind Games reminds me of the song Head Games, which sounds like a Journey song. Give JPC another point. All right, another point in JPC. I, I can't, I can't take it. I can't take it. That's Lover Boy. Lover Boy is no Journey, and I, I cannot accept the point for that. I will accept two points for that because I did know it was Lover Boy, and I'm pretty sure it's not Lover Boy. Two points, sure. Two points. There you go. Okay, you might hear a very strange sound near a cave, which is coming from a singing troll called Trollololo. Alongside singing, he also loves manslaughter. He was asked to guard some boats by some soldiers, but later on, everyone came back, he tried to help, and everyone died in the process. Then, Trollolo figured not to let the bodies go to waste, so he proceeded to cook and eat them. Ooh, you nasty! You then get to decide whether to kill him or to help him feel like a real soldier and paint a cone of arms on his shoulder. I'm going to go ahead and let JPC answer first for this one. Well, hold on. Oh, no. He's doing reverse mind games. Oh, yeah. He's, he's lover boying me. Uh, okay. Um, no, I want to go ahead and go first. I think this is false. I think this is a C story plot line for Matt Groening's Netflix comedy Disenchantment. Okay. Unfortunately for, for Adel, this one is absolutely true this one is a uh, actual side quest in the game and and uh the last time i played the witcher i played it on stream and my stream got very mad at me every time i killed a troll i was supposed to go through the whole playthrough non-violently um uh working my way through these troll encounters i did not kill this troll but there were trolls that i uh, the game kind of forces you to kill so there's a singing troll named trollololo Look, they had a sense of humor, man, okay? You can't work a game dev for 70 hours a week and not expect them to uh, have a little fun. You misunderstand. This makes me want to play the game more than effort. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, that South Park humor comes up later. You gotta watch out. Okay, this quest is called The Prosecution. Gerald plays detective as a village is taking a bunch of werewolves to court. 
Their mayor, Neville, is also the village judge and wants to uh, adjudicate for the villagers that this werewolves uh, should go on trial for eating their livestock. You have to run around the town finding evidence like fur, a broken lock, and get a witness statement from a child who is massively and terribly slashed. However, if you take too long, then you realize that they weren't werewolves, just regular wolves, and the pack eats all the villagers and you fail the quest. Is this a real quest or is this false? Adel, I, I will tell you, this is a mind game, and I will tell you that this is a real quest, but I will not tell you if it is a real quest from the Witcher game. Then this is a mind game. This is a okay. mind game. I'm going to go ahead and say false. I think this is the rules to the card game werewolf. Look, uh, it's better to be brave than wrong. And so I will say this is false. This is not in The Witcher. Yeah, this is false. I made this one up. Yeah. I, if anything, it was from like The Witcher 2 or some like, you know, one of the <laughs> one of the shittier versions of this game. Yeah, that's fair. I deserve that. This yeah. is the second nicest thing anyone said after me after sucking up a pound of sand. Again, that was to Adele. I did not. <laughs> if you honestly... Don't suck the sand. I'll be I'll be personally upset. I'll be offended if you suck my sand. And we have one last question. This is tied three to three. This incredibly close game after this really good game that I came up and everyone's having a really good time. You know what, Eric? Go ahead and give yourself a point. Oh. Uh, one of Adels. So then it'll be uh, three, two, one. You know what, Eric? I'll allow it if you come here and take it out of my hand. Uh, you know I'm legally not allowed to do that, so I cannot, huh. so I'll have to give the point Smart back. man. All right, well, it's here if you ever want it. Okay, all right. I'll go find you at the end of your uh, most dangerous game house that you've set up. And, of course, we all know the most dangerous game is Risk. I've played that so many times and knocked over tables. <laughs> it just gets my blood boiling. And the tables are so low. <laughs> Play the game higher. Well, no. Well, yeah, no, I, I'm on your side. Whoever made these tables is at fault. All right, the Witcher is not known as someone who carries a lot of cash, but if you prove yourself to be a shrewd and frugal mercenary and you get 35,000 crowns, which is the currency in the game. Can confirm. Thank you. Uh, you will be approached by a tax man suspicious of your earnings. Depending on how you answer, you either get a diploma saying you're really good at business or you will be sentenced to deliver unpaid taxes to the big bank. Uh, before I give my answer, JPC, I do have a question for you, and this will, of Absolutely. course, affect any bonus points. I am adopting a new cat soon, and we are trying to have a confirmation for it. Can you confirm? Oh, meow. So you'll do it? Meow. Thank you so much. I look forward to you confirming my cat. I mean, schedules permitting. Uh, a million bonus points for that. I'm going to go ahead and say false. You said something along the lines of good at business, which, of course, as we all know, is the title card that pops up at the end of any Nick Kroll production with mm -hmm. him saying good at business. Yeah, this is this has Nick Kroll production written all over it, Eric. I, believe me, I have an encyclopedic memory of any game that allows me to choose an option to murder a tax man, and The Witcher is not one of them. I have to say false as well. I'm I'm incredibly surprised. This one's true. This is this is absolutely what? true. Whoa! Yeah, you really do get a diploma commending you on your business savvy. I guess I've never. Maybe I've never uh, had the thirty-five thousand crowns in a Witcher game before. This one's called the Taxman Cometh, and it's a secondary quest from the Hearts of Stone expansion of The Witcher Three. It's an expansion quest that makes a ton of sense. And a Eugene O'Neill pun, deep cut. And listen, it sounded way worse when it was in the original Polish. All right, honestly, you you two tied. This is a score of three to three. Oh, okay. Well, I always promise myself if I'm tying, I'm lying. And, of course, if I'm lying, I won, which means the truth is JPC won. So let's give him all ten points. Wow, okay. Wait, I, I got to say, couldn't it happen to a better guy? You mean yourself? Uh-huh. Okay. All right, you have a final score, JPC, of 63.333 repeating points. Respectable. JPC 
thank you so much for coming on. I feel like I threw a lot of bonus questions at you. You did a very good job. So uh, thank you again for coming on. We do hope to see you another time. And uh, there are some parting uh, gifts. You know, Mr. Afai, we have that one last. Huh? We have we have that one more that, that thing you wanted to do. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. There is. I'm sorry. I'll take this. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Don't interrupt, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. was talking to me. He wasn't talking to you. Sir, I'm so sorry. So fucking rude. Thank you, JPC. Well, unbelievable. Eric is begrudgingly correct. One more thing. I then I owe you an apology. Adel, I'm so sorry I dressed him down. That was your that was it's your house. That was your job to do, and I took it from you and I apologize. But you were right to dress him down because he was wearing a three piece suit, which is way too hot for this room. So when you put him in it's a hot room. Jean shorts, crocs, and a tank top, I feel like dress down is what's appropriate for I think it's your fit. I think I found your fit. And I'm not going to apologize that I I could look. I sized you up and I found your fit. You sized them up and you dressed them down. Uh, these jeans. Everyone knows what I do and do not have in my pockets now because you can see the pockets of my jean shorts. Oh yeah. JPC, for one final bonus point, you will answer this random trivia question about the world's most perfect film, Greece. Coach Calhoun was the gym teacher at Rydell High. What set him apart from some other high school coaches was that he cared about his students. Played in the movie by Sid Caesar, the role was originally given to Harry Reams, but the studio immediately blocked that from happening. What was Harry Reams best known for? Well, I mean, uh, look, Hollywood was a different town back then, mm -hmm. and uh, you could give somebody a Harry Reams and you would get a movie part. And the guy who could give the best Harry Reams at all of Hollywood was awarded the honorary title of Harry Reams. So what was he best known for? I think we all know. Eating people's asses <laughs> with a big old beard. Now, is that a correct answer? <laughs> JBZ, we're going to give it to you. He was the male star in the first famous porno movie, Deep Throat. Okay, so I'm not wrong on that. You did, wrong you did that. nail it. That's true. That's 100% okay. correct. I was going to say I'll have to Google if he has a beard, but I don't want to Google I that. don't know if you could deep throat someone's ass. I don't know what the <laughs> ass itself is kind of a deep throat. JBZ, can I say? You're doing it wrong. Okay. <laughs> It was the 70s, and at that time, it was sort of anything goes, the director Randall Kleiser said. Quote, the sexual revolution was happening, and porn stars were becoming somewhat accepted in media. I didn't think it would be a problem, but Paramount did. Huh. Paramount. Paramount. What a weird little thing. What a weird little tidbit. Get off your high horse, Paramount, and let porn stars be at our musicals. I'll take a bonus point for that as well. Yeah, let's go ahead and give it to him. Eric, what does that bring his total up to? <laughs> that brings his, his points up to 65.333 repeating. But of course, as we do the episode, you're, you will kind of, uh, I'll have to come up with the calculation of what the vig and the juice is yeah. as it keeps going up. Go ahead and take five for yourself. I always tip my dealer. <laughs> oh, all yeah, before right. I, before I cash out, I always tip my dealer. Take good care of you. <laughs> I'm going to spend this on a new pair of slacks. And then I'm going to cut them into jean shorts because JPC said I look good at them. That's your style. That's your fit. Absolutely. All right. If we look at the final score, that is 15 points to ass, 20 points to ass, which kind of came with the high score machine as I made sure it. Did. That is 60.333 repeating, uh, 72 points to Matt Young, and 73.6 repeating for Janet Varney. JPC, you are in third. And I'm beating that ass. So not bad for me. JPC, before you leave, I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't offer you one final opportunity to gain exactly 9.36 points. Of course, okay. bringing your total up to 69.69. I would like that. Thank you for being honest. Mm -hmm. Could you please, with the term The Witcher, make some sort of tongue twister like we did at the top of the show? The Witcher stitched a pitcher of kitchen to a ditch. <laughs> Perfect. Nine 
point three six points awarded to you. You now have a final tally of sixty nine point sixty nine. High five! I love that. Thank you so much. Um, and w- before I leave, because I I do I honestly do have to go. Do you validate parking? Um, here's a photo of the parking job that I did. Good job. Hey, that was yeah. great. Fantastic. It was so tight. Do you see You're these so two tight. vans? Yeah. These two vans were both, and I got it parallel. So yeah, no but they way. were both there. No it's like one way. of them didn't come. I I, I got yeah. Amazing job. I'm sure your insurance premiums are low. Great job. Thank you. JBC, before you leave, anything you want to plug? Uh, you can always listen to me. There's a couple different podcasts you can listen to me on. Uh, the first one is Hey Riddle Riddle. It's a headgum podcast. We uh, answer riddles and do improv. And the second one is called Bill Buds. It is a pop music review podcast. You can get both of those podcasts anywhere podcasts are found. Perfect. Uh, I see you also plugged in your Tesla. Yeah, I, this is I, this is not mine. I, I am charging up a uh, a bomb <laughs> for a friend of mine. So, and you did a really good job putting that bomb in there. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, there were two vans uh, preventing me from doing so, but I, I got it in there. What a nice guy. That's all for this episode of Tell Me About It. Tune in next week for more of the Law of Surprise, translating from Polish to English, and sucking sand. Wait, Eric, does John Travolta ever say that in Greece? Sucking Sandy? He does. Absolutely. All right, say goodbye, Eric. Goodbye, Eric. Don't stop believing.